Hi, I'm Deb Crow, and welcome to season two of the Heart Centered Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast where we connect, learn, and laugh together with strong leaders from all over the globe. Here, you will learn from peers you haven't even met yet. You will gain new tools to add to your leadership toolbox. Because whether you're a C-suite executive or a first-time entrepreneur, we all contend with challenges and there's always room for improvement if we choose to seek it. So please pull up a chair and listen in. This is the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. As I record this solo episode, I'm looking out the window of my home office and my green grass is now covered in snow and it's snowing. And it made me think as I'm creating my topic for the month and what I want to talk about is sometimes we just have to forego our thoughts. Sometimes we have to just allow an openness And I've spoke about this a lot this month. It's become a recurring theme with my clients and the organizations that I'm working with. What if I gave you permission to remove the thousand pound cloak of obligation that sits on your shoulders? And I asked you to join me in the arena of being yourself, being independent, being strong, And more importantly, to let go of the obligation in your life and be different. Wouldn't it be nice to wake up in the morning and not have to say, I have to do this, I should do this, I must do this. You know, when we look at all the things that we have to do in life, they can certainly take over our thought process, our day, our schedule, so many things. It doesn't give us an opportunity to sit and daydream. We all daydreamed as kids. You know, what if the man up above, whatever that is to you, the universe, whatever that spiritual languaging is in your leadership, what if there's already something set in motion that is grander and bigger and better than you've even imagined in your own thoughts and dreams? We all have the ability to look around in wonder each day, to really be inspired, to ponder, and to be different. And I just want you to sit with that for a minute to think, how are you different? How did you show up this morning before you clicked play on this podcast? Are you listening to this podcast because you want to, not because you have to? Giving yourself the ability to self-audit in all that you are, and all that you do. How often do you do that in a day? Think about that for a second. One of the recurring themes that I really saw for March of 2022 was basking and having the pleasure of silence and observing conversations with teams that I'm working with and in-depth, meaningful conversations with C-suite leaders. And asking them to be different, think different, and have an openness where they can just really tell me how they're feeling about something. That gut instinct, the term Dr. Rod Guterres calls intuition management. 
how do you lead in a noisy environment and a noisy world? How can you keep your thoughts aligned when the world has so much going on? How much of the news do you watch? And after you do watch it, how do you transition and clear your mind to get the clarity and concentration to do the work that you need to do each day? And then on top of that, what do you bring to your heart-centered leadership that's different? And what I mean by different is how are you incorporating traditional leadership, whatever that means to you, adding in business acumen, adding in your experience, and then allowing yourself to be different. So again, when you allow yourself that release of obligation on how it should be, or I often hear, well, Deb, we've always done it this way. Where's the openness for newness, creativity, innovation, progression? When we open up space and room for opportunity, that's where your influence, you being different, shows up with your level of heart-centered leadership and all of the heart-centered leadership qualities that you have learned and practiced and honed and got better at and shared vulnerability, courageousness, authenticity for the ones that you're still working on to show your team leadership's not a cookie cutter templated approach. There is always room for creativity, empathy, silence, observation, and I think the best element of all, deviation. Deviation allows your thoughts and dreams that are sitting in your heart to be verbalized, an opportunity to come to fruition, and that to me is the perfect equation to be imperfect and different. So I'm going to ask you, when was the last time you listened to your gut, that intuition management, and deviated in your own unique approach to be heart-centered? And what did you change? What was different for you? I've asked a lot of leaders this month a simple question. What is truly within your culture? Saying something and doing something are two very different behaviors. And you've heard me say this before on the show, and it's always worth repeating. Common sense does not mean it's common practice. Saying you have an open door policy and then being unapproachable, they don't really go together. When you are able to create and foster and mentor a healthy, vital culture, it comes with intention, commitment, and authenticity. So what is your checklist to self-audit your organizational culture? Respect is the top of the priority list. Creating and setting goals with clarity, not obligation. Honoring your organizational goals, mission statement, vision, and constitution. Practicing diversity, equality, and inclusion. There's also always room for fun, humor, and lots of laughter. Being able to be imperfect. Recognizing your staff and allowing room for flexibility. 
when you look at your heart center culture, what are some of the qualities that really make it shine, make it come to life, allow it to be vibrant and open for vulnerability, heart centeredness, imperfection, things like presence, communication, creativity, relevance, influence, listening, approachability, honesty, and attitude. When was the last time you really looked at what was in your culture in a self-directed way without obligation? Just think about that for a minute. And when was the last time you had a conversation with someone to see what is really in your culture? One of the conversations that I always enjoy having is when leaders have ad hoc, unplanned meetings. And so many of them have shared with me an unscheduled meeting, a one-off conversation. How about we call it that water cooler talk? Got a minute? And some of the best conversations have come out of those water cooler one minute that led to five minutes, that led to 30 minutes, deep conversations that weren't even scheduled. So when we do what we're meant to do, which is to really, truly love ourselves, and then we share that inner love with others, that exudes and shows how happy we are. This comes organically to heart-centered leaders. They choose to always have a day planned where they continue to master the art of heart in their leadership. And they do that by being confident in their own self-awareness. We all have the power to lead from our heart. If you look at leadership knowledge, it's a culmination of many things in our lives, our upbringing, our academic experience, our work experience, our community experience, volunteering. We all have many different elements that make up that quotient. So I often say to my leaders, what is in your leadership knowledge quotient? And that is being creative, intellectual, emotional, physical, spiritual. It's a culmination that we all have the power to take our own equation based on some of the elements that I've suggested today, and that good leadership requires many things. And when we share that with others, that's when the magic happens. If we continue on with the theme of the March solo episode here today, I want you to embrace the release of obligation and perhaps the embrace of the pause. Why do people want to pause? Because we all need a break. If we don't schedule the white space to take a break, that's where we land in the land of obligation on what I call an intermittent behavior that's on rinse and repeat. Sometimes these conversations with leaders get deep and emotional. And for all the leaders listening today, I want you to know that I see you I hear you and I'm going to validate your exhaustion. It's visceral and you're not alone. It's being felt across the globe. 
And I want to share with you kind of three points that I feel everyone needs to hear right now. Taking a break is not a weakness. It's a strength. And it's also showing your team that you're able to model self-care, which is one of the qualities that's on my heart-centered leader poster. Sharing your exhaustion is vulnerable. When you can admit to your team that you need a break, break up the work and the task and delegate it. Vulnerability is also where magic happens because when you can lean on a coworker or someone on your team to say, I'm only at 50%, I need some help, I need a break, that is so important. And the last one is navigating unprecedented times, which we're still in. We've had some gains, we've had some losses, but we're still navigating unprecedented times globally. And then you add in the factor of everything going on with Russia and Ukraine, and it brings it to another level and it affects everyone around the globe. So leaders are leading organizations and their teams to the best of their ability right now. Leaders are leading whole people. They're not leading titles or statures or roles or responsibilities or job descriptions. Leaders are listening, attentively listening, honing their ability to be better at empathetic accuracy. Leaders are leaning in with empathy more than ever because we've been leaning in for two years. And leaders are balancing their leadership with their own personal life to enjoy time with their family, ensure that they're looking after their health and more importantly, their physical and emotional well-being. So I want you to sit in the observer's chair as we are on the heels of April, 2022. And I want you to look through your eyes, interpret your vantage point, think about everything that happens in a day's work for you, your coworkers, your managers, your executive team, and even your C-suite leaders in your business. And you might be pleasantly surprised that your role is one small part of that executive's day. Many things cross that executive's desk, their inbox is full, and they require a mindset all day long that sometimes does not give them a break or white space. So remember that delegation comes quickly at times for these leaders where they have milliseconds to make a decision. It's a well-honed characteristic, especially for the leader that leads with heart. We all look at the end of the month and look back to celebrate all the small wins because it's the small wins over time that lead us to the big wins. And this month was really special for me. On St. Patrick's Day, it was the two-year anniversary where I had an idea on March 17th, 2020, St. Patrick's Day. I'm Irish, call it serendipitous. And I took that idea 
and I wrapped some thought leadership around it. I meditated about it. I walked. I thought. I rethought. Then I proceeded to dump all of my thoughts onto paper. And I created a mind map with structure, intention, and a heartfelt purpose with the intentional goal to highlight people from around the world, showcase their heart within their leadership, and bask in the enjoyment when I talked about imperfection. So we are on the heels of the end of season two of Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I remain in awe for the amount of incredible people that I have met and interviewed, the relationships that I've built, and the hundreds of stories I've been honored to hear. What have I learned? What have been the outcomes? I continue to learn lessons and knowledge from all of my guests. That has allowed me to expand my knowledge. Without leaving my home office, I've traveled the world. And I always shared and had the premise of five principles that I gave myself to live by. And when I launched the podcast, because I believe that there is and always has been a heart-centered way to live, to lead, and to love all at the same time, I guess I will say today on, on this podcast that it's by constitution, but I believe these five principles are the heart-centered way, and I wanted to share them with you today. Follow your heart, have passion, do your best know your truth, and always be in love with the journey. I've continued for almost two years to start every podcast with this in my mind and my heart, end every podcast with those principles in my mind and my heart. And I've never looked at the podcast as an obligation. I was always in a self-directed mode when I looked at who wanted to be on the show, working with my team to bring an interesting podcast that you enjoyed listening to. And I hope that each week on Wednesday and Friday that you get a little nugget from the amazing leaders that I have continued to showcase from around the globe. I truly love the quote by Sigmund Freud, where he says, out of your vulnerabilities will come your strength. When I spend time looking and reviewing the history of the podcast to date and my love of reading and being an avid reader and really digging into the history of leadership, that quote from Freud really hits me in the heart. I think about the level of thought leadership and insight that was apparent for Freud and also evident during the timeline where he lived in history. And I've been thinking, you know, where did we lose heart-centered leadership qualities within leadership, within business acumen? And I've been thinking about this for many, many years. And because he was also a neurologist, I just found his work to be both interesting and intriguing. And for 83 years, he lived his life he studied, he researched, he discovered three main theories that hold a lot of academic strength and merit today, but he still consider, considered his vulnerability was a strength. 
So when I look at the work that I'm doing with organizations around the globe, I'm still interested and would love your feedback on why some companies do personality assessments for onboarding, team building, learning and development, where other companies and organizations have completely migrated to behavioral assessments. Now, we know that personality is memorized emotion, but when you can go beneath the surface and measure behavior, what is the difference in interpretation between personality and behavior when it comes to leadership? The way a person acts or reacts to other people and their surroundings is what we refer to as behavior. It's all about how a person portrays themselves, where personality, on the other hand, is that collection of qualities and features that characterizes each of us as an individual. So when we look at human cognition processes, such as perception, attention, learning, memory, reasoning, problem solving, they are all significantly influenced by emotion. So emotions exert a disproportionately powerful influence on attention, influencing both its selectivity as well as inspiring action and behavior. So if personality can be described as a memorized emotion and and behavior can give you a baseline measurement and really lean in to specific deductive reasoning around intrinsic, extrinsic, and systemic thinking, I think I'm leaning towards team behavior. So I would love to hear what's in your toolkit. This is for my L&D folks, my OD folks, my CM folks, and anybody under the HR umbrella. Personality versus behavior. Which team are you on? So as we continue into hopefully spring, doesn't look like that right now in Canada, I want to wish you all Well, I hope you have some great short-term and long-term goals for April. We're going to continue with the podcast for April and May, and then we will go dark in June and return in July for season three. I can't even believe we're saying that. I feel sitting here today recording this. I remember the day I sat down and, and did my first interview, and we'll have a surprise coming up with our last interview for the end of May to end the season on a high note for Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. So thanks for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this solo issue episode, I should say. This is what I love about imperfection. I can even get tongue-tied and trip over my own words and I'm smiling and, and loving it. So behave what you believe is in your heart. Do it without obligation. What character flaw can you own today with yourself, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your manager, your leader? And what can you incorporate into the next month, April 2022, that will allow you to release obligation and embrace being different? Thanks for joining me. This is Deb Crow, and I look forward to seeing you at the end of April on Imperfect, the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Leadership Podcast. I'm Deb Crow. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review the show. 
And I'd love it if you'd visit my website at debcrow.com where you can sign up for my newsletter and get access to the Heart-Centered Leadership Toolkit, all free of charge. Thanks for your time and we'll see you again.